Life support is nominal. The oxygen danger indicator level is yellow. Please remember that this is a non-smoking pirate ship. Hey, hey, everybody. This is John Breeden, your chief lounge lizard at thegameindustry.com Gin Lounge. Welcome to the lounge, everybody. Today, we're going to be talking about saving you money while playing games. <laughs> Try not to sound like an infomercial. Yes, and supplies are running out. <laughs> uh, joining me today is Todd Hargosh. Todd, welcome Thank to the you. lounge today. Um, so, no, we're not actually trying to sell you anything. We're actually actually talking about uh, – I realized that intro. I sounded kind of like I was trying to sell something. We're actually going to talk about uh, gaming on a budget. Uh, I know a lot of readers um, write me uh, from time to time and ask, you know, how can I keep up my gaming habit? It's so expensive. And I guess if you went out and bought every – well, the last show we did, um, which again was me and Todd on that one, Todd, we talked about all the AAA titles that had come out in the first part of the year. Uh, if you tried to buy all those, um, you know, right off the bat, I mean, you'd, you'd be like $600 in the Probably hole, more. right? <laughs> Probably. I mean, you're talking 50 bucks per game, and there were so many games that came out. But um, the cool thing about gaming is you don't have to do that. I mean, I guess you could if you were really, really into gaming, but it's unlikely that you would like every single game that came out, even though they're all they are all pretty good. Um, so one of the things a lot of people are doing is uh, trying to find ways to game on a budget, and there's a couple ways that they can that they can do that, and we're going to go over some different ones that Todd and I have experienced. Um, one of the things is that companies are actually trying to help us out a bit by uh, relaunching older titles with maybe sometimes remastered in HD. Um, there's also a whole bunch of independent games that come out on both uh, Xbox Live and the PlayStation Network uh, that are eh, maybe able, you're maybe able to get them for t- uh, 10 bucks, 20 bucks, something like that. And some of those are pretty good. And, and then also, uh, until they find a way to kill it, which I think they're trying to do, there's still the used game market, <laughs> which uh, you can get a lot of good titles. Uh, the cool thing about the current generation of consoles uh, uh, with, you know, PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 is you can pick up a game that came out five years ago. And for the most part, it's still going to play like a game that you picked up yesterday. I mean, there's not a whole lot of differences in, in the games. It's running on the same platform. I mean, Todd, I mean, there are games that came out years ago that are still considered cutting yeah, edge, right? One, I just recently picked up the uh, game of the year edition for Fallout 3. Because I want, because I've been playing Skyrim for a short while, I was like, I want to start getting back to some of Bethesda's older titles. You, you missed the I guns. <laughs> I mean, I picked up the Fallout 3 expansion, which is the game of the year edition, which includes all five of the expansion packs. And I was able to pay 15 bucks for that. Oh wow! So you got so for 15 bucks, you got the the Fallout 3, the full game, plus what four DLCs, five DLCs. right? Five DLCs. Yeah, okay. I I think I forget about Operation Well, we tried to because I was more like a military simulator than a than a full blown expansion. Yeah, that was was kind of weird. But I do remember some of the awesome ones, like the Pit. The Pit was really cool, and of course Broken Steel, which Broken Steel was neat because Broken Steel kind of just adds on to the end of the of the game. So I guess if you're playing it from the beginning. You'll experience Broken Steel not really as a DLC. It'll it'll be part of the main game. As far as I can tell. I um I I had to restart my character because I forgot I deleted all my data. 
This is when I had an early oh, hard drive and I uh, lost, or I needed to clean out space. So I'm going through it again. I mean, I'm pretty much back to near the end of the main campaign. Sometimes redoing your character's fun with games like that. Like, I, I know I redid my, um, uh, not so much with, with Skyrim, because uh, Skyrim, you can pretty much, the way it's set up, you can pretty much be everything that you want to be. Um, you can be an uh, archmage, uh, melee archer <laughs> if you want and you can pretty much go out perks but with fallout you yeah the fallout series you had limited ability to to do different things i started a new character with what i know from the other game i gave him a really high luck skill and then i picked a bunch of perks that gave me extra critical hits and things like that and he's really awesome i mean he can he can shoot you in the eye with the 22 and and get a triple critical and end up doing like massive damage and, and killing somebody so that's kind of fun um but that's the way i built out the character so that's kind of neat to go back and do right. that and graphically and everything, it looks just it just it looks the same. I mean, there's no there's no difference. I mean, really, from games before and now, they're all running on the yeah. same platform. So, so cool. And for 15 bucks, that's really good. Um, so that would be an example of a company that is coming out with like a game of the year type of things, where you can go back and look at older games that include all the DLCs and get them for a cheap price. Another thing companies are doing is um, uh, coming out with these HD packs, and you've reviewed quite a lot of them. Um, so how how do those work? Those are kind of like the really older games, maybe even for older platforms that have been remade to look, you know, I guess a, more modern, maybe not modern, but yeah, more and modern. Yeah, just um, update the resolution and sometimes improve the frame rate in some games. Like I remember Metal Gear Solid 3 ran kind of bad on the uh, PS2, but now it's like a mm. constant 60 frames per second and, and uh, 1080p resolution. It still has the same texture from right. the PS2 version. So it's not mm-hmm. it's not complete yeah, that, overhaul. It's more like if you upscale. Yeah, that was one of the things. Like uh, last week, we had a review uh, that Jason Byrne did of System Shock Two, uh, which was which was remade and and look, you know, and and it's it's what you said, Todd. It's like, uh, you know, I think he gave it like a one and a half on graphics, and then everything else was like maxed out, you know, because obviously graphics don't look as good. But that's what he was saying. It was like it was it was kind of neat. At you know to go back and play it and it it was really awesome because System Shock. Did you get into System I Shock? I did, and I think that's one of the reasons why I've been such a harsh critic of Bioshock Infinite. Because it's the spiritual successor to System Shock, and System Shock, you think I guess told a no, story. No, it was a lot. It was a lot more role play based as opposed to the linear, go from point A to point B and shoot everything in sight that uh, Infinite was. Yeah, I think I think I think Jason brought that up in his review about how you could really control your character, you know, exactly how you wanted him to progress, and then you also had like your weapons degraded and stuff like that, and it was it was neat. But one of the things he he mentioned in the review was, yeah, it's it's HD graphics, but they still look dated. So like when you look at somebody's face, like he's like, oh my god, the textures are horrible, and it's kind of like. It's kind of like looking at the old Star Trek things, like the Star Trek TV show from like a long time ago. You know, back in the 60s when that came out, people were like, wow, that's so realistic looking. But you look at it today and you're like, man, that is so cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I'm sure, you know, 10 years from now, we'll look at the games we're playing today and be like, man, that doesn't look good at all. <laughs> but, but yeah, those HD things are cool. The thing I have a problem with is that not all of the HD packs, but a lot of them come out and they're like pretty expensive like they're not they're not sold for like under 20 bucks i mean if it's if it's a single game but like when they do a collection 
like the Hitman collection, which I reviewed, I mean, that was like 40 yeah. bucks. If I remember correctly, I think the Metal Gear collection was thirty nine ninety nine when it came out. Yeah, that's it's still not. I mean, I mean, price I guess, at least, but still quite right. high. Yeah, I mean, so you know, some may, depending on what you consider budget gaming, maybe the HD collections aren't quite what that is. Um, but then, uh, what uh, some of the things that you can do also is you can get you can get used games, obviously, or or games that you know had came out years ago, and uh, well, that's what Neil. Um, Satayovich mentioned in his column, uh, he was writing about games of great values, and he was talking about, for example, he went back and he bought a game called Singularity, which I know you reviewed a long time ago, and he was able to pick it up for like 14 bucks. For that. And, yeah, I mean, you were saying, um, you were saying that, uh, I mean, in your original review, you really liked that game. That was like a, that was like some sort of a time traveling type of thing, and. Sort of, um, you end up going back to, um, an earlier Cold War Russia. And when you go back, you see all the changes that were done as a result. Yeah, it's stuff that you make, stuff that you, Neil was saying, stuff that you do in the game, actually, I guess you get to go back into the future and see what the changes are like. Yes. Which, that, that mm-hmm. sounds pretty cool. Um, so, I mean, you played it originally, so when you got the game, it was, you know, it was, you know, whatever the price of the original game was, but like probably like 50, 55 bucks, yeah. something like that. So getting it for $14 used yes, is a pretty is. good deal. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just lamenting the fact that we may not be able to do that one day. But you know, I think in the ga- used games, I, I mean, the fact that we're doing a show about how to get the most for your game, I think there's a lot of interest in it. I mean, I think, I don't think that you could sell a game like Singularity that came out five years ago. You certainly you wouldn't buy it for full price, no, right? No, today. So, so the and I understand the game companies aren't making any money off of the sale of of Singularity to Neil for for his you know budget gaming, but they're not going to make any money off him anyway if he doesn't buy it if it's if it's still priced at sixty bucks. So I don't I don't see what the what the problem. Yeah, do I? Is really. Also, I mean, with the rental market. Oh, right. Another I thing I strongly use is, I mean, you know how big a navigate I am of Gamefly. I was going to, you know, that's one thing that I forgot to mention. So so how does that work? I mean, how much do you pay a month to, to be part well, of Gamefly? Well, at the minimum for, it depends on how many games you want to take out each, at a time. Uh, the right. minimum, uh, which is one game a month, or at a time is uh, fifteen ninety five a month plus tax. So you pay 15 bucks a month, and then you basically always have a game. Right, and you can hold on to it as long so as you, you want. Or okay. if you decide to, um, if you want to keep it, you can just pay the keep it now price. They'll, they'll send you the, they'll send you the box and the manual for free. Now is that usually less than paying I've full caught price? a couple times where I've had some good deals. Like if I, I did that once with Batman Arkham City. I, mm-hmm. um, I got sent to me via GameFly, which was pretty much new, but I paid right. like forty four ninety nine for it. And full price was yeah, like yeah, and there's sometimes I've had a five dollar off credit, so I could probably get a game for a third off. Okay, and then there's other tiers where you can have like multiple games, like kind of like a black. Yeah, I think the most deal. you get time is five. I've gone as high as three, right? But never five. Did, does the price go up exponentially? Is it like thirty bucks for two, or is it just go up uh, a little bit a little each bit. time? Things like twenty four ninety nine for two games, and twenty nine ninety nine for three, right? 
you can't imagine you'd want to have five games rented at a time. I mean, <laughs> where would you That's play true, that? and I usually fluctuate it as, as uh, demand increases. Like, for right now, there's not really much that I'm interested in, so I have it set to mm-hmm. one game. But come Broketober or somewhere like that, I'll bring. I'll take it up to three <laughs> games. Right, that's that's cool. So that's a that's a neat way to save money, and you can get, you can get. Now I know sometimes you complain about how quickly they get you games, but for the most part, they can get you the the games just as they yeah, come out. Yeah, you just gotta right? plan ahead. Like for okay, for one, plan I, ahead. I like to try to send off a game I don't play as much right away before the before mm-hmm. the Monday when something I want comes out, and have an open spot at the top of my queue because nine times out of ten it will go through. Oh, so you yeah. got to get in line. <laughs> I see. That makes sense. Uh, that that sounds like a pretty good deal too. Um, yeah, the other way uh, I think that some people can get uh, games that they want uh, cheap is um, I was looking at. Uh, we actually have um, an ad on our front page for the Great Big War game, which was a, a game that Neil. Uh, thought should have been uh, well, it was. It did get nominated for a game of the year in the strategy title. Unfortunately, it was up against XCOM, so <laughs> you know that's that's kind of like being up against Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, when you when you when you follow the ad and you go out to the Cosmi page, um, I was because I because Neil keeps saying I got to play this game that it's amazing, it's funny, and all this stuff. So I'm like, oh, you know, it's like nine bucks. I'll give it a try if he says it's really good. Um, but I noticed uh, they sell a lot of games that would be considered older games, uh, like they sell Rise of Nations, they sell Star Wars Battlefront, um, Age of Empires, the Gold Edition, and, and stuff like that. So, I mean, that's kind of cool. I, I guess that's kind of like a used game market, but I assume since it's coming from a publisher, um, the publishers and the developers probably get something out of that, as opposed to, you know, you're not you're not buying it out of a bin from, from a store. You're actually, you know, getting it from, from somebody who I'm assuming... Is a is a is a way that you can get it, and and if you want to feel good, the game companies can still get get yeah. their piece. <laughs> so so that's kind of cool. Um, and then one of the things that I do a fair amount, and I know Shella does this a lot. I wish Shella could have joined us today because she does. She's been doing this a whole lot since she got her PlayStation uh, Three. Was um, buying a lot of the independent games, the ind- the indie games. Are, are really big and she's you know you can get those for like 10 bucks stuff like unfinished swan or um uh yeah now of course i run a complete blank on what they are but i know like games like that where you know they're really good games and you can get them for cheap um i sort of did that with uh Baldur's gate the enhanced edition um you know i was a huge fan of Baldur's gate the original Baldur's gate on on the pc i mean it was it was it was the game of 1998 man let me tell you everybody was playing it and uh you know i played it straight through i think twice with two different characters and you know it was it was like the skyrim of its day um uh, you know it was it was amazing so you know it was kind of cool that they they enhanced it and they added new content and stuff and and so it ended up uh getting a game of the year uh, nomination or um, uh, oh actually it won the RPG category uh, for 2012 which was kind of cool but anyway you can get that that's an example where you can get a, a full game for for 20 bucks um, and that's kind of like that now the one thing Shella noticed Todd I'll ask you about this because you're kind of like my Xbox uh-huh. go-to guy and now that she has both the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360 she says that the PlayStation seems to be a lot better at 
um, there's a lot more indie games on there. That the Xbox Live doesn't really have a lot of those like ten dollar games from from the indie studios. Is that is that your experience? No, admittedly, I don't play many indie games, but I do know there's a strong right. library on Xbox. In fact, they okay. encourage uh, yeah, any any or development of independent games. Yeah. Oh, they do. Okay. Well, maybe Shell's just not finding yeah. them. <laughs> So, I mean, I guess from a developer standpoint, it's hard to – if you're going to be an independent developer and you're going to be on the console, I mean, from what I understand, the, the, the programming for the PlayStation and the Xbox are significantly different. So if you're going to try to be on a console and you're a small studio, it's probably going to be pretty darn hard to be on both. You probably got to pick one or the other, yeah. I would guess. Or, make, or of course, advertise so, exclusives like they always have been doing. Oh, good. Well, you know, we wouldn't have a show if you hadn't if you hadn't mentioned the yeah. fake exclusives thing, which admittedly I don't think is happening. No, EA anymore. actually learned. I think my uh, complaints <laughs> finally finally got through to them. I think so. I think so. It's it's nice. It's nice Definitely, to see. It's like Ubisoft um, learn. <laughs> so so there are some great ways that you can uh, that you can get um some budget titles um like i say neil in his column on the used game market he recommends singularity uh blades of time final fantasy 13 2 13-2 remember it's dash 2 yeah. <laughs> not 13 not 13 and um castlevania lords of shadow i got to disagree uh, on that one you don't like lord i, I thought was, you were castlevania fan. more like devil may cry or uh or um, God of War than a Castlevania game. Oh, you didn't no. like Lords I, of Shadow. Three Castlevania is not not good as far as I'm concerned. I still remember the classic I'm one sorry. on the 64, which was just terrible. And then they did um, <laughs> was Harmony of Dissonance, whichever one okay. it was. I mean, I may have the wrong title, but they had they had a couple of uh, the previous generation were 3D, and I did not care for them at all. Oh, he mentions Mirror of Fate was was the prelude on the 3DS to Lords oh, of Shadow. Oh, okay. Maybe so. I'm thinking the one that was on the Xbox. So, so that Castlevania series is that is that you know I'm not I don't play it that much. Um, uh, is that one of those series where there's really good games and really bad games? Most in the of the time, series? they're really good ones. It's the 2D ones that are so loved. Ah, okay. But um, okay. the reason. Everyone's against 3D, like myself, because they did one on the N64, which was just terrible. Yeah. Oh, really? And when, when you say 3D, you mean it, it, you mean it wasn't a 2D right, scroll? Full 3D. Uh, oh, you mean actually, like you had to wear glasses no, no, to play no. it? No, no, no. 3D world. Oh, it was just it was drawn like 3D. I see a 3D world, mm-hmm. and it was bad. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, anyway, he says he picked up Lords of Shadow for 19 bucks. So that's actually the most expensive game in his column <laughs> that he picked you know, up. I also so. want to mention guess- something else. I've been, I mean, I've been more of an advocate of mobile gaming lately. Yeah, let's talk about that. So you play, you play a lot of games on your, um, your Integra, right? Yeah, my right? tablet. Yeah. And when the Ouya comes out, I'm gonna see how they're gonna be able to convert that. Now that's an Android-based tablet. Well, the Ouya right? is gonna be an Android console. Oh, okay, okay. But the one you have right now is a tablet. Is... Yes, yeah, a Tegra three based tablet. Tegra three. Okay, so um, now how is gaming on a tablet? Well, uh, aside from the whole control thing, but there's some games that run, which uh, just use touch base, which work out pretty darn good. Now, what are the control scheme usually like? Is it usually it's like a virtual, the screen? Sometimes they're a virtual be... joystick, but some games are like tilt based. And what... 
I mean, I know I've been a harsh critic of Real Racing 3 because of its uh, pay-to-play module. I mean, it's gotten really right. bad because there's times when I want to do an upgrade. It says you must wait three and a half hours for it to arrive. <laughs> to change the Pretty tires much, yeah. on your virtual car. It's like delivering well, three I mean, and a half they... hours unless you pay ten gold coins. <laughs> well, I, I mean, the one thing I wanted to say about that, because I read your column, and I think I think you have – I think I, it sounds like the balance is really it off is. on that game. But, I mean, they have to make money, right? I mean, you're playing the game for free, yeah, but right? Yeah, just getting way out of hand. And, of course, it's EA again. <laughs> <laughs> so you would rather – well, let me say, if they offered you the full game with no waiting for like 10 bucks, would you buy it? I would easily do that because, it? hell, 10, 10 gold coins is 10 bucks. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> so, yeah, I'd pay the nine ninety nine for that. Right. I mean, most, uh, that waiting. most games on uh, play on Android don't go for that much. The big ones, of course, is Square Enix trying to sell Final Fantasy 3 or something, which goes for like $15. But most games mm-hmm. for, um, for the Android market – or I'm sorry, Google Play as they call it now. I hate that name. It's just stuck with Android Market. <laughs> they go anywhere from like ninety nine cents up to six ninety nine, which is not bad. And I've yeah, kind of, yeah. I've kind of cheated and... on that because um, one game series I really like is called the Pinball Arcade. It okay. basically I mean it's all the Williams tables we grew up with in the nineties. New tables come oh, out every nice. month for four ninety nine. Okay. What I've kind of done at times is I've kind of cheated and told them to build my Sprint account. I'll just pay it on my okay. bill when when my bills do. Well, how's that cheating? You still give them well, the money. Well, I mean, it's basically like putting it on credit. And oh, the thing with Google I Play see. is, okay. I think it works with iOS as well. If I pay for it on my phone, it'll also play on my tablet. Oh, okay. That's, That's one pretty thing I'm neat. Looking for with Uyo when it comes out, if I could put set up a Google There's... account with that, and be able to mm-hmm. play games on mm-hmm. my on my big screen as well. Right. So this virtual joystick, cause I, I don't do, I mean, I have a, I have a, I have the most unfun tablet, uh, ever created. I have a Blackberry Play. Um, Blackberry, <laughs> there's your mistake right there. Well, yeah, they came, you know, it was, you know, it was a business thing. But they, they, they came out with a voice campaign, which I've been a harsh critic of. <laughs> they came out with a press, a, not just a press release, but a whole press event because Angry Birds moved to their platform. And I'm like, yeah, it's been on every other platform on the planet for like 10 years. <laughs> but what, I don't know what BlackBerry's um, thinking. There are another ones that's done the fake but, exclusive crap because they claim they're going to be releasing phones on all systems. And they keep saying it's only going to be on AT&T. Them and HTC have been notorious for that. <laughs> well, anyway, so I don't get to play a lot of console-based games. So this virtual joystick, is that how does that work? Is that a joystick that they render yeah. on your screen? And the problem that with you... that is you have no tactile feedback. So your thumb keeps yeah, slipping yeah. all over the place. When I was at MAGFest, uh, Think Geek mm-hmm. was there. And they actually gave out mm-hmm. what they call um, what they call Stick It. It's basically a, okay. a capacitive touch joystick stick that you can it. stick on your tablet. You mean it like sticks mm-hmm. to the front of the screen? Not real well though, because it's uh-huh. suction cup based. And what happens when you touch a button? Does it somehow touch the tablet? Yeah, then? I mean, when you move the joystick, it presses down on the tablet. It, theoretically, it should uh-huh. work like a, a fully functioning joystick. Could you just plug in? I mean, could you just plug in like a a controller to like the yeah, USB port or something like that? But um, okay, on my tablet, I need like a little dongle to hook up a USB to the connector. Because you have a mini yeah. USB. It's not mini USB. It's a proprietary connection. 
But my tablet can okay. also have a keyboard dock, and there's a USB dock on that. So if you connect a joystick, do the games then support that, or do they have to be designed to they support should. that? They should. I mean, I've tried it with a, with a Wired 360 and a PS3 controller, and they both work. It says a PS3 oh, okay. DualShocks or a Bluetooth. You can be able to play it wireless. Right. You just have to calibrate the buttons, okay. but that's like the old days of when I play on the PC. So it's oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. That. <laughs> Touch the different corners of the screen. Or... Oh, no, it's like <laughs> yeah. press this button for up, press this button for down. Emulator. Oh, All emulators okay. do that. Well, that's pretty cool. Oh, speaking of emulator, one of the things I did recently, um, I talked to you about this before the show, and I forgot that I didn't talk about it during the show. I got to stop doing that. Is uh, I uh, the PlayStation Network had a sale on uh, all Grand Theft Auto yep. titles, um, and so I was able to get my favorite Grand Theft Auto title of all time, mm-hmm. Vice City, <laughs> for like uh, I think it was on sale for like six bucks, and then there was like twenty percent off of that, so I ended up getting it for like four dollars. Bad deal. <laughs> I know it was really cool. I mean, just the just the rights to all the music in that game alone are probably worth the four. Yeah, they bucks. recently released it on uh, on Android as well. Yeah, it's really cool. The only thing, I mean, you know, it's it's one hundred percent worth the four bucks. I get. I, I mean, it's 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 worth probably double that, or maybe even a little bit more. Um, but the thing that kind of annoyed me a little bit was I, I thought they should have tried to make it HD. You know, to re-render it to run in the higher resolution. Instead, what they do is they pop up a PlayStation 2 emulator uh, on your on your PlayStation 3, and it's yeah, totally after an they emulator. took out console mean, or hardware-based emulation of that system. Well, I know, but that's not Rockstar's no, it's Sony's fault. fault. I mean, <laughs> it's Sony's fault for not having the, the the thing. So Rockstar, you know, made their own emulator, I guess, and you can play these games on it. But um, yeah, so it takes a little getting used to. Like it runs in a box. Uh, on my on my widescreen TV, so you know I'm not getting the full yeah, you're the not full effect. The full aspect ratio. Um, I'm not, but what I am getting is really really good performance because it's using the PlayStation 3 hardware as opposed to trying to run it on PlayStation 2. Not that it ran bad on the PlayStation 2, but you know everything's going to be completely yeah. smooth now, which is which is kind of neat. So um, I know guys that like at the time when it was out, I know this guy who was an IT guy. And he would take that game with him on a laptop, and he would steal a gangster burrito van, I think. He he did experiments with all the different cars to figure out which ones had the best sound system. And uh, he found out it was the gangster burrito van. Um, so, he, so he would always go steal that van and then just go take it some alley somewhere away from everybody else and park it and play that and use that as music mm. while he was working. <laughs> I was going to say, hell, I just so. paused and went to the menu and went to the audio options. Oh, you know, that probably would have been a yeah, smarter option. You don't have to worry about can... the uh, in-car audio. It's already, it'll already be in its pure state. Oh, right. That's true. Oh, well. Well, that was 10 years ago. I guess it's too late for me to yeah. go back and tell him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Well, anyway, for, for, for like four or five bucks, it was it was definitely a good deal. So so there are definitely good deals mm-hmm. out there. Um, what about you in the used market, Todd, real quick before we before we end the show? Um, are, are you do you still get games on the used market? Do you still grab, you know, older games and play them? Or is that something that you kind of get through your game lines? Well, usually, now? well, still, it's a cross between that and Gamefly because I know Gamefly sells uh, older used games for cheap. In fact, mm-hmm. I'm on their site right now and I'm checking their sales. because They have a used bestsellers list. It, uh, like for one, uh, okay. Max Payne 3 is available for like $11.69. And that mm, Arkham City is okay. 13 Halo 4 is 
still kind of high for that. Wow. Yeah, well, that's a newer game, though. I mean, that did you know, Mass just Effect come out. 3, 16, 19, though I recently picked up the uh, entire trilogy. Oh, you guys want yeah. as a package? It's all three Oh, wow. That's kind of cool. How long is it going back and playing the first? The first game was well, really pretty I compared to the other. Well, I because I still got finished three. I've never finished three. Right. I've never seen right. the ending that everybody likes to complain about. Oh, good. Well, trust me, dude. You're going to complain about that horrible ending, too. I don't know, too. because I downloaded <laughs> the extended ending. Even the extended ending kind of still sucks. <laughs> but at least it's better than than just dropping you off. Or I've seen bad endings. <laughs> and... Bioshock Infinite. <laughs> Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you didn't pick them up enough uh, Vox phones, man. I don't care about that. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what happened. <laughs> so, all right, well, cool. So, Todd, so t- tell me. So, uh, there's a final question then. Um, do you think it's still possible to be able to game on a modest budget? And still have a lot of fun, or is it gonna be? Is it gonna be? Is gaming becoming like golf, where you gotta have the top clubs, and you know you you have to pay your greens fees and stuff like that? And if unless you're rich, you can't. Well, if you look around, you can probably get some good deals. Uh, I'd recommend Mm -hmm. the site. uh, Forgive me for the name of it, but it's actually what's called a site called Cheap Ass Gamer, which allows you to look up some great deals on the used games. Okay. And uh, check there. Like I said, if you're a Gamefly member, keep an eye on the uh, used market. Uh, I dare say it, but this is where I got Fallout 3. Check sites like eBay. You can, oh, get, okay. you can get good deals there. Probably some even with free shipping. Hmm. But just look around. I that's mean, you should be able to find some good deals. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, the good thing about having the consoles um, last for so long is that, you know, the, the, the games that were launch titles for the consoles are still going to look just as good and play just as well as the the game you bought yesterday. So unless you went out and bought every single game as it came out, there's probably some pretty good deals out there yeah. for you to find and have fun with. So cool. All right. Well, thanks Todd for joining me today and I'll let you get back to your used gaming or, or <laughs> maybe, or maybe a little bit of new gaming thrown in since I know you uh, just finished up with uh, yeah, Tomb Raider. I'll, I'll wait some tiles <laughs> to come out. <laughs> Justice. Yeah, I know. I know. We're, we're going to try to get that review of uh, injustice yeah. going. Um, so I've seen and then, so far, uh, it looks really good. That's true. You know the one the one I'm looking forward to that just came out is uh is uh the Star Trek game. The new Star Trek really? game. <laughs> based... A really? Title. You don't think it's you don't think it's gonna yeah, be it's, good? It's based on an upcoming movie. I got a bad feeling. Oh, I don't know. It it takes place between the two movies, supposedly. Yeah, but still I see yeah. a movie title close to a release of the film itself, it's always a cash in. It's a it's got the Gorn, man. The freaking Gorn. <laughs> The best Star Trek villains ever created. Never heard of the Gorn. <laughs> the Gorn are the lizards that got stuck on the planet with Kirk, and he had to like build that cannon and shoot it. Well, you're, you only saw you're it once. My, you're I'm not, not a tracky. You're not a tracky. I'm one of those who like the right, new well, films. <laughs> well, anyway, the Gorn are cool. Um, so anyway, I'm looking forward to that. But um, anyway, let us know, guys. What what are you? You know, I'm sure we missed a lot of cool games and stuff so let us know we're at gin lounge at game you can also find us on facebook pinterest 
uh, Google Plus and Twitter, uh, all of which you can get to by going to, oh, uh, yeah, I mentioned them all, I think. You can go to the little buttons on, right on our homepage at gameindustry.com. Click on them. We'd love to have you as a friend on any of those sites, and we try to keep in touch with all our fans there, too. So, welcome. And Todd, I guess I will see you next time right here at gameindustry.com's The Gin Lounge. Until then, take care, everybody, and try not to spend too much of your money.